0: I have to be honest, this is the first time I speak English in front of an audience outside the class because I'm an Italian student. So I'm, I wanted to be sure to do this right. So I looked for the meaning of apart on Google. And of course, I know what it means, but, you know, I wanted to be sure not to ruin everything. So these are some of the meanings I found on the Cambridge Dictionary. Separated by a distance or by time. So I thought I could do my piece about my family and how much I miss them, but it would have been too obvious and overly dramatic. And I didn't want to cry. The other meaning the dictionary gave me was living or staying in a different place from the person that you are married to or have a close relationship with. And technically, this would have worked well, since I have no idea who this person is. So it's like we live in different places. But I don't think it would have been great to make fun of the total absence of love in my life. And I didn't want to cry. So, <laughs> since I didn't find a meaning that helped me write a piece for today, I thought, I'm Italian, so I can think in Italian. So I repeated the word in my mind many times and I noticed that apart sounds like aparte in Italian. So the aparte in theater is the part of the performance when the characters talk to themselves, revealing their inner thoughts so that the audience hears them but the other characters don't. So I thought I could do my piece about some of my aparte, so what I thought in one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Seven July 2017, I graduated from high school. So Italian exams are really different from American ones because you have to choose a topic and link all the subjects to that topic and after you talk about your topic for 15 minutes, the professors can ask you a question about everything you studied during the last year. I had to say that I had the maximum in the end, but the path to get there wasn't free of obstacles. So my topic was a bit strange, I guess, because I talked about the relationship between parents and children throughout the ages. But in every subject, I talked about murder. I don't think why. (laughs) I don't know why, really. So before I started to talk, my Italian professor asked me, do you want to kill your parents? (laughs) I pretended to laugh. But I was actually thinking, oh, perfect. She thinks I'm a psychopath able to kill his own parents. I will never graduate. But it was all good, though, until I had to face math. So I have zero knowledge of math. Like, I don't know anything. And I'm not ashamed to say that during one of the three exams before the oral one, one of my friends passed me the entire math exam. There was a problem though because he was really good at math but he wasn't really smart in general I think because he passed me just the result of the function and I wasn't really smart too since I copied it as it was Therefore, during the oral exam my math professor told me solve this function I tried I failed She laughed I paralysed she said, that's strange, because it's the this, this same function of the written exam, but she solved it there. The only thing I could think of was, fuck, fuck, fuck. She knows I cheated. I will have to be, I will have to repeat the year and I will be kicked out. I will never find a job. But I said, oh, that's strange. <laughs> I guess I'm a bit nervous. So she asked me to write the formula to solve the function. Since, as I told you, I didn't know anything about math, the only way to survive during high school was memorizing all the formulas without understanding a shit of what, of what I was memorizing, obviously. So when she asked me to write the formula, I wrote it down without any hesitation. And she told me with an evil smile on her face, Oh, that's strange. You know the formula. I thought, you know I cheated. I know I cheated. Let's end this now. Kill me. Then it was uh, my art professor turn, so I have to say that we change our art professors each year, so our knowledge was pretty much based on our personal knowledge, so when she asked me about the principal features of Klimt, of course I knew what to say, but when she decided to show me a painting without telling me the author or the name, well, you can imagine, She showed me a painting I'm sure many of you have already seen, and I had seen it too, but I had no idea of what the title was. And guess what? Do you know the title of this painting? She asked me. I thought, do you think I know it? Of course I don't. Then she said, it turned out to be the most obvious title on earth, The Dance. Good to know, I think. Then, what now? Calm down, she will never ask you the author. Do you know the author? She asked. Do you think I really know the author if I don't even know the fucking name of the painting? I thought, but I said, not really. It's Matisse. Good to know. Again, don't worry. She will change painting. She understood you don't know a shit about it. Do you think the colors are realistic? First of all, what a shitty question is this? I mean, what does it mean in the first place? Second, do you really think I have an opinion about it after what I just said? I thought. Now, it was time to improvise. We all know that when we don't know something, the right thing to do is being politically correct, so I started to say bullshit about it. I apologize in advance to every art major in the room. Well, we can say the colors are both realistic and unrealistic, I said. They are realistic since the sky is blue and the grass is green. And I thought, did I really just say the sky is blue, the grass is green? What am I, five years old? But then I kept going. And we can say they are unrealistic since the colors of the man is orange, almost red. And I could have ended the torture there, but I wasn't satisfied, apparently. So I also said, through the choice of this color, the author wants to convey the union of the man with her, union that is also conveyed through the circular dancing they are making. Did you really just say what the author wants to convey when you didn't even know who the author was? Yes, you did. I tore the painting apart. I mean, I tore apart art in general. And after I wrote this, this part, I noticed that I used tear apart in the end. So actually there was another meaning I could use. So to be fair to the Cambridge dictionary that helped me write this piece, I thought I could say something about it. So what does it mean to be torn apart? One of the meaning is to make someone feel very sad, upset and worried. Well, as I felt during my exam, sad, upset and worried. So I thought I could do a quick list of the things that tear me apart every day. I don't know, like the sky when it's gray tears me apart. Like the gray between a bluish and a real gray that you don't know what is going to happen. Is it going to be sunny? Is it going to rain? What should I dress? And every time I wear this, the wrong thing. The doors of the shops tear me apart. The doors that don't have a push or pull sign and I never know what to do. Should I push? Should I pull? I don't know. And every time, I end up doing the wrong thing. The rain tears me apart. The rain makes me want to stare a window and listen to Adele's playlist missing someone I don't even know. <laughs> Eating the food stall against the edge of the furniture tears me apart. And I would just like to die in peace. The traffic light tears me apart. The traffic light for pedestrians that when I walk lasts forever and I can never cross the street, but when I drive lasts two seconds and I can't drive without wanting to kill everyone. (laughs) Not remembering that actor's name tears me apart. Yeah, that actor, what's his name? The one in the movie, the movie with, yeah, the movie, what's the name of the movie? I don't remember. The Instagram feed when it doesn't download the content, tears me apart. When I see that fucking wheel on the screen that I want not just throw the phone against the wall. But then at the end of the day, I think maybe I'm exaggerating. I mean, we always exaggerate. We overreact many times during the day without thinking of what really hurts us, what really tears us apart. Thinking about the disease that killed my grandmother tears me apart that alzheimer that erased all their memories remembering how that word we all fear the cancer dried up the most joyful and hopeful person i've known my aunt tears me apart hugging my cousin crying in the room we spent every christmas scene before my other grandmother died tears me apart seeing my grandfather getting older day after day tears me apart Recalling all the times I pretended to be someone else, just to be accepted, tears me apart. Admitting to myself that I've never been happy in my life at only 21 years old tears me apart. Living the city where I've been myself 100% for the first time tears me apart. Reading about all the discrimination that still exists because of someone's sexual orientation, gender, race or religion tears me apart. Watching children and people dying on TV because of wars and fights over some stupid ideals tears me apart. Well, an Italian comic made me think that anger can be a great feeling, and maybe we should use our anger more carefully for something that really matters. So I think it's important to be torn apart sometimes, because it gives us the strength to keep going.